Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I'm encouraged today, and I'm going to share that with you in just a little bit. Um, it's not even what I had written down to share with you, but I am going to share it with you. Uh, if you remind me, I hope I don't forget. But uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer, first of all. You know, I'm going to say something here. You know... Sometimes we get caught up and we think, well, we're special because God talked to us. (laughs) But God talks to everyone. And I have found in our obedience to him, we will see him working around us. I'm not the only person he tapped on the shoulder and said, hey, you need to be praying. Hey. You need to be doing something. The most amazing thing about our God is he works in all lives at the same time. Lest we get puffed up about ourselves and think, oh, I'm such a good little girl or a good little boy because I did this or I did that. Nonsense. But obedience. Obedience is wonderful. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for using me. I am nothing in this world. Yet you tapped me on the shoulder and you said you need to do this. And at the same time, you were tapping others on the shoulders. And we see this, Father. And I am encouraged. Father, may each one who is listening today for such a time as this realize you have tapped them on the shoulder as well. And you have a job for each one of us to do. It's easy to be discouraged and think, well, They're doing great things over here, and I'm just sitting here doing this. But, Father, as long as we are being obedient to you, then we are doing what you have said to do. Thank you. Keep us in check, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your salvation, for your sacrifice and our salvation. We thank you, Heavenly Father, Abba Father, for your love and your grace and your mercy and for sending the Holy Spirit upon us to tap us on the shoulders and tell us for such a time as this, you need us to be here and to do this or to do that. Thank you. I believe you have brought CSC Talk Radio to where it is today. It is a miracle that is here. We make it through each month and it's a miracle because you have been the one doing it. For such a time as this, 
And these times are tough, Father, and you know it. But you have not left us. You are always with us. Thank you. Continue to protect us, Father. Pretend, continue to encourage us. Give us a boldness. Make us courageous, Father. Make us wise that we can see through all this stuff that's put before us and find the truth. You are the truth. You are the light. It is only you. And our love in you. May we be your witnesses to bring America home to you. For such a time as this, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. America needs Mayberry. <laughs> what are you talking about, Beth? Oh, Mr. Koppel goes to Mayberry. Unlike Mr. Smith, who went to Washington and found himself in the middle of a corrupt swamp, Ted Koppel takes his swampy opinions to the hometown of Andy Griffith, Mount Airy, North Carolina, where they have a museum for Andy Griffith. And he gets a little dose of reality from the real Americans in rural America. Ted Koppel, not a journalist, because journalists look for truth. He's a reporter or talking head trying to spread his opinion on how horrible rural America is. There was no other reason to do what he did. He believes the Andy Griffith show was racist because it didn't have enough people of color and actors of color on it. And so he goes to this town and he tells them that. Then he got on a tour bus and began to question those aboard about January 6th and about the falsehood, he says, of a stolen election. Well, these people weren't going to let the almighty Ted Koppel back him into a corner. They were smarter than Ted. Ted brings his $30 million net worth down to Mount Airy, uh, North Carolina. I didn't realize this. Did you know he was not born in America? He was born in England. He didn't come to America till he was about 13 years old. Well, he also was questioning some of them. Why do you watch this show? And the, the one lady said that their little boy, he was probably, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years old. He watches it. He probably puts four hours a day on that. This show. And he said, aren't you worried about turning his brain to mush? No, no, no. Why do you like this show? Because it has morals. Good morals and it's clean comedy. <laughs> well, with Ted it was about race. But he, he was about to learn about Americans. Americans about to take old Koppel looking down his nose at them, these Americans began asking, that he began to ask them when he got on this tour bus about Trump, about the stolen election, because only the uneducated Americans think this way, only Trump supporters, only these people who are out there talking Southern, they're the only ones to follow Trump. 
He was told by one woman that she hoped when he aired this that they weren't shown as uneducated idiots as Southerners, which is how they normally portray them, that mainstream media, the lamestream media. They look on, the look on Koppel's face was funny. Do they think we don't know what they do? <laughs> she told him, we love our country and we love our families. And if the other people in America, if all America felt this way, it would be a better place to live in. Another man stood up. And he told fake news, Teddy, that we don't come, people didn't come here to talk politics. They came here to get away from it. We here don't care what color you are. We look at our neighbors and treat our people with love and respect, no matter what color their skin is. It is beyond the understanding of the swamp. The love these folks have for one another and this country and their family. Ted believes, like most talking heads, that he's above them. He's talked to kings and dignitaries. But in their direct and kind southern manner, they cut him down to size. So when time Ted Koppel went to Mayberry, he found Americans' love and honesty. Let's see. I believe it goes like this. Bless his heart. Meaning, he ain't getting it. I hear the music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're going to talk just a little bit about Mayberry and America. And do, will the GP, are they really the GOP ready to fight? And what about Omicron? Is that the only thing we should fear? Or is there some other things that are a little more fearful? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings Liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America lights on. Yeehaw. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I want to talk just a little bit more about Mayberry. Rural America. Because you know how I feel. I believe rural America is the foundation of all America. Now, that doesn't mean we don't need the cities. We like the cities. But rural America is the producers. They are the foundation of this country. And D.C. and the swamp and the elite, they don't like us. You see, we are beneath them with our southern accents and our silly hick ways. Somebody told me I was southern one time. I said, I'm not southern, I'm just a hick. I'm from Hickville. And I'm proud of it. Well, America needs Mayberry folk. America is Mayberry folk. When I walked in the house last night, and this segment of Greg Kelly on Newsmax was playing, and that's the one he was talking about playing the little clips of Koppel going to uh, Mount Airy, North Carolina. I looked at my husband and I said, where's my book? Where's my book on life's lessons from Mayberry? You know, it's starting to feel old. I've been around a long time, and Derry Brownfield interviewed a couple of men, and I have the book from them. I cannot pronounce their last name. They are brothers, John and Lynn Ostowitz, O-S-Z-U-S-T-O-W-I-C-Z. 
Now, no, they're not from Mount Airy. But they're from a little town in Pennsylvania that had a population of 600. (laughs) And they wrote this book, Life's Lessons from Mayberry, a book of wisdom, wit from America's favorite small town. So I thought, well, we'll just see a couple of these. Maybe we should just start making this our morning uh, ritual. No, we're not going to replace it with the Bible. Replace this, the Bible. This with the Bible. We'll continue to read it. Be careful when you do your thinking with your heart. Now, this was from an episode. The Floyd and Barney were deceived by a a wily female speeder who played to her strength after the boys' weakness. Be careful of people who flatter you. Now, many of us have lived that. They'll tell you, what they think they want you to hear in order to get you to do what they want you to do. I've had this in business. Be careful of those. Don't tamper with the emotions of others. It's a quick path to a heartache. Jump to conclusions, then be ready for the long fall. Talent is good. Luck ain't bad either. (laughs) A little luck is always nice to have on your side. Sometimes even Mother Nature needs a little help. A big wig is worse than no hair at all. (laughs) I've seen that. There was a gentleman here in town. He he had some uh, mental problems. And uh, he was balding. A big guy, big guy. And uh, he put a wig on one morning in church. Well, he, he had it on. He came to church, and, and it it looked like he had a cat on top of his head. But he was a sweet guy. Even the rules leave room for common sense. You know, we would have our, our leaders believe that it's a letter of the law. Do you remember where that was before, the letter of the law? Back in the biblical days, it was the letter of the law. And Christ showed us that the laws were made for man, not man for the laws. Look for talent in people, not in places. We'll read just a couple more here. Overlook differences and focus on similarities. I like that one. Sometimes luck is better than smarts. <laughs> and underneath each one of these, it kind of shows what episode that they were. It doesn't show it. It just gives you a little, a little phrase there of what episode it was actually from. And I remember the barber. Oh yeah, he was great. Great, great. He was my daddy's favorite, by the way. So, America needs Mayberry. Ted Koppel would do good instead of putting his nose in the air to these folks to get down and have supper with them. Maybe somebody will make him some biscuits and gravy. Maybe he'll figure it out that America isn't about people like him going around pointing at the things they see wrong. Why don't you look at what is right? We can fix the wrong. And we are. We have fixed the wrong. 
Ted Koppel. I don't know that he really learned anything. Bless his heart. So, the GOP says they're ready to fight. I don't know that I buy that. But I've got some articles here. And this one came up the other day. I guess it was yesterday. And I said, I think it was after the show yesterday that I saw this article come up. And I said, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. (laughs) Well, it hasn't happened yet. But Manchin is returning to the president to build back better negotiation table. He has one demand. What is his demand? It says Manchin has one demand if he and the Biden administration are to conduct talks on those specific provisions. According to the report, the White House should either scrap the enhanced child tax credit plan in the bill altogether or lower the income caps on families qualifying for the program. That doesn't seem like that's going to be too difficult, does it? There's a whole lot more in that bill besides that. I think he will cave. So, if you are listening and you are from West Virginia, if I was you, I would get on the horn. I would get on the phone. I would send some letters. I would send some notes. I would get something done. I would let Joe Manchin know, don't you dare, don't you dare vote on this. Bill, regardless of your negotiations. It says here for five and a half months, I have worked, he's saying this, I have worked as diligently as possible meeting with the president and the majority leader Schumer and the speaker of the House Pelosi and my colleagues and on every end of the political spectrum to determine the best path forward despite my serious reservations, says the senator. Sounds like a bunch of political talk to me. What do you think? That's how I see it. That's how I perceive it. But I have this article here. I can't, I'm getting lost in my shuffles, my paper shuffles. They say Rush Limbaugh did that a lot too. It says here that Representative Liz McLean told Newsmax that the GOP Congress is ready to fight. They're ready to fight the Dems agenda. Really? Have you seen a fighting Republican yet? Oh, they make some noise. Oh, yes, they make noise. But do they get it done? You know? Is that kind of Southern? Just get her done. Just get her done. But they don't get her done. They make a lot of noise, but they don't get her done. She says they're ready to fight. Well, what does that, what does that look like? They don't want to give up the filibuster, so they're going to fight for the filibuster. What about all the other stuff that's going on in this country? What about all these people from January 6th, they're still in prison? Who's going to fight for them? What is the job of these representatives and these senators? Is the filibuster the only thing they've got to worry about? What about the mandates that are coming down? What about the lockdown schools? What about the hurt that's been put on these children? through this pandemic unnecessarily. What about that? What does a fight look like? Oh, they put their little shirts on and they put their little ties on and they put their little suit coats on and they go to the people's house. Or as Pelosi would say, the temple of democracy. There's one reason January 6th scared the Pewadden out of her. 
because she realizes she doesn't care. But that's why they put up the razors. That's why they put up the fences. They're telling you, Rudy. They're telling you, whoever you are out there, this is their house and you ain't welcome there. And you just better stop talking about the Constitution. You better stop talking about the Bill of Rights. And you better play the game by their rules. So what does a GOP fight look like? Because I ain't seen one in my day yet. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I hear the music. But I am encouraged, not by the GOP, but by the Mayberries across this great land. And we'll be right back. Listening to CSE Talk Radio. Now, I'm not like any other talk show because I'm, I'm more like your mama sitting down here having a little chat with you or your sister. Depends on how old you are. But, or your aunt. I'm, I'm a good aunt. I'm a good aunt. I have some statistics here in front of me. One is from American Greatness. The other is from Newsmax. And they're talking about the statistics of what people think regarding January 6th, and what people think regarding the election fraud. Was it real? Was it violent? Was it not? Was it this? Was it that? And you could get dizzy reading these things, but it says on January 21st, the poll found that 87% of respondents disapproved of the actions of those who forced their way to the Capitol, compared with 13% who approved in the current poll 83% say they disapprove of those who broke into the Capitol, compared with 17% who who approved. Now, this one is coming, it's on Newsmax, but uh, the poll is, uh, who is that poll? I've lost who the poll is. But anyway, they're calling it a harbinger. But from American Greatness, now this gal, Liz Shield, and Julie there have been following the January 6th stuff and the election stuff, pretty close. And she talks about this same poll. It's coming from the Washington Post University of Maryland. That's where it's coming from. And she says, again, 40% of Americans, I'm sorry, 40% of Republicans and 40% of independents say violent action against the government is sometimes justified. I guess those 40% must have actually read the Declaration of Independence. Now, we're not calling for you to get your guns out and go shooting. That is not what we're saying here. 23% of the Democrats say the same. Well, of course they do. That's why they let all their stuff happen in 2020. She goes... My spidey sense thinks 40% of the GOP is low. This suggests that the Democrats have far less support, almost half as much, 
for their Antifa BLM surrogates. Fiery summer of looting, burning, and violence as the Republicans have for the cartoon caricature of the J6 media has put incessantly on top of us. Now, we're going to see a lot and hear a lot in the next few days and week. This week, it's coming up. I also have a granddaughter with a birthday that day. But it's not going to be the truth. And this committee for January 6th, they're not going to bring theirs out till the fall. Why do you think they would wait till the fall? What happens this fall? Oh, let me see. An election. That's what happens. An election. But they're not going to show you the truth. They're not going to show you all the videos. America has the right to see all the videos of everything that happened January 6th at the Capitol and around that city. Everything. Police beating somebody. Did a citizen beat a policeman? Who shot? We know who shot Ashley Babbitt. We don't know why. We know why he said he did. But the police were standing right there as she was going in, and then they backed away. And then she was shot and killed. She had no arm. She she had no weapon on her. I don't believe she should have been doing what she was doing. But those people had every right to be there. They weren't there to stop the counting of the vote. They were there to watch the counting of the vote. And there is a huge difference. Now, there were instigators there that were from the government, from the FBI, encouraging misconduct. January 6th people are still in prison, being held without bail for trespassing. Rudy and I have talked about this um, postcard situation, and we're going to have these things printed and ready. They'll be ready the first of next week. The first one, they are cease and desist postcards. Now, that's probably not necessarily the legal way to handle this. But what we're trying to do is get everyone to send one of these to all of your representatives, your senators, and perhaps the president. And perhaps more. Perhaps to the attorney general. Perhaps to everyone on the committee. To Nancy Pelosi. To all those who are in high places. So on this postcard, every postcard will have this. A Congress whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the representatives of a free people. We the people hereby declare our right over you as governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. We now deliver to you this order to cease and desist. All tyrannous and traitorous acts against our U.S. Constitution. And the first one that we suggest, we want it in your writing, but when you order these postcards to send... It also has a place for your signature, and it is said, Patriot Citizen Signature. 
Let my people go. All January 6th political prisoners should be allowed due process of law. And I think I've got it all scribbled here. We will have on there. We're not going to type them all out. Under the Bill of Rights, Amendment 6, Amendment 7, and Amendment 8. They should be released immediately. Now, I'll have that all printed out for you. But that is what we're suggesting that you put on these. And then we are going to do another one in January that will be. And this one is called Let My People Go. And the next one will be about abortion. Because January is Sanctity of Life Month. If there's one thing politicians don't seem to hold the value other than their own, it's life of the American citizens. So, moving on. Omicron. The big bad pandemic. Perpetual pandemic, if you have the politicians politically potential, perpetual politics. I'm going to get that. <laughs> so, this is coming from, and I just got this this morning. I have the other things that I've had for a while. Um, this one doctor, this is from Newsmax, uh, Dr. Yah, J-H-A, J-H-A, Ja Yah, Ha, maybe, I don't know how you pronounce it. He says that the closing down of the schools is wrong and it's irresponsible for our children. We know that our children have been devastated. They have been hurt emotionally as well as educationally by this, by the actions of our politicians. And it continues. But in this, this doctor, Singleton, we've had her on before, she talks about other things that maybe we should be worried about. Don't worry about the pandemic. Maybe we should panic over the opioid overdoses. Maybe we should panic over the diabetes that's climbing in this country. Maybe the 89% people with diabetes and overweight. Maybe we should talk about that because it is known fact that that COVID-19 has been affecting deathly with the obese and the overweight. Maybe we should fear the loss of science in medical practice. Maybe we should fear the blatant abuse of power by our public servants. Maybe we should fear when the FDA sends threatening letters to pharmacists and doesn't allow them to give you the medicines you need for COVID-19 treatments. Maybe we should panic knowing that the pharmaceutical companies spend $226,846,000 to lobby in Congress every year. Maybe we should panic about the federal government establishing guidelines, future regulations for our medical care and misinformation. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark. 
from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one get one free my pillow towel set go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener special and enter promo code bethann or call at 1-800-978-6168 that's mypillow.com and the promo code is bethann friends i want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days you can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots violence looting killing lawlessness and mayhem Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com.
we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is the final segment of today's show. I want to finish up with, this was a very lengthy article. I, they come to me by email, so I, I can't really share it with you other than on the air. Um, well, I could. We can figure it out. But anyway, this woman knows what she's talking about. And she goes on to say, maybe if you, if you're just tuning in, we're comparing what they're trying to get you to panic. And we see people all the time, good friends even, we see people all the time that are scared to death of COVID. She goes, we should fear social engineering and panic about the media becoming the new form of re-education camps. We should fear misguided attempts to stop racism with racism in the name of social justice. We should fear becoming accustomed to a new socially acceptable apartheid, segregation by race, vaccination status, and mask wearing. Most of all, she says, we should fear how readily our fellow Americans acquiesced to unreasonable, unscientific demands at the altar of COVID-19. And I put, and they still are. When it comes to COVID in 2022, opt for prudence, not panic. Eat well, get enough vitamin D, exercise, wash your hands, engage with your friends, cough or sneeze in your elbow, and stay home if you aren't feeling well. If you do get sick, seek medical care immediately. She goes, live your life. After all, there are 14 more letters after Omicron in the Greek alphabet. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Singleton. I also have this, and I'm going to try and wind it down because I do want to tell you why I am encouraged. But this is coming from the American Greatness. That's amgreatness.com. Deborah Hine is the writer of this. There's a shock report that's showing 40% increase in all cause deaths among working age people in Indiana. We are seeing right now the highest death rates we have seen in the history of this business. And this is one American CEO. That's a it's a insurance company, and it's a Scott Davis that they're interviewing. One America is a one hundred billion dollar insurance company that has had its headquarters in Indianapolis since eighteen seventy seven. The company has approximately twenty four hundred employees and sells life insurance, including group life insurance, to employers in the state. Davison said the increase in deaths represents huge, huge numbers and that it's not elderly people who are dying, but primarily working age people, 18 to 64. I'm out of that category. (laughs) Just barely. We are the employees of companies who are the employees of companies that have group life insurance plans through One America. And what we saw just in the third quarter, we're seeing it continue into the fourth quarter, is the death rate, the death rates are up 40% over what they were 
pre-pandemic. Now, these aren't deaths of COVID. They're other deaths. Just to give you an idea of how bad this is, a three sigma or on one in 200 year catastrophe would be 10% increase over pre-pandemic, he said. So 40% is just unheard of. I think America needs to start questioning what our country is doing, what our politicians are doing, what the bureaucracy like Fauci is doing. Fauci is a failure. Oh, he's rich off of you, my friends. But he gets up in front of the camera. He's all puffed up. He's all ready to lie to you one more time. Now, I'm not saying that you should not get vaccinated or you should get vaccinated. I'm not telling you to wear a mask or not wear a mask. I'm telling you to live as a free person. Make your own judgments. Do your research. Any researching. Dr. Malone, who is the inventor of the mRNA process system and DNA, has been banned and they cut his YouTube. He's banned off of Twitter. Why? Because he doesn't fit the narrative of the perpetual pandemic people. Politicians. Who want to keep you under their thumb and away from your constitutional rights. Because in their government world of socialism, communism, Marxism, You, my friends, are nothing. You need Mayberry America. You need to have the guts that the woman had that stood up to Koppel and said, when you air this, I hope you don't try to portray us as a bunch of idiots here just because we have southern accents. Because they don't dress as fine. Perhaps they are a little overweight. They don't have fancy hairdressers. They let their children watch TV and watch Mayberry RFD. I have a nephew by marriage that came to me several months back. Said, what can we do? I'm just so fed up, I don't know what to do. And he's not a guy that wants to be in the in the limelight. So he tells me over Christmas, or yeah, it was Christmas, that he has joined this group called We the People. And they are growing throughout Missouri, and I would hope that they're going to grow throughout this nation. We the people of Jackson County. We the people of Cole County. We the people of whoever. I don't think Cole County has one yet. But what they are doing is they're taking this country back. Their numbers are growing in membership. People who come to the meetings, I don't think they have to pay anything. They just give a little donation to pay for the lights and the rental of the building for the meeting that night. They get together and they encourage one another. And they're supporting, they're supporting candidates for offices that are statesmen that care about this country. Well, we've got to educate them. 
I talked to the man that's the head of the one there and started it. They're the We the People. They're not making any money. This isn't a money deal. This is a Restore the Republic deal. So the GOP is ready to fight. That's almost laughable. Watch the news night after night after night after night, and they say the same things, and nothing happens. People are still locked up in D.C. People are still locked out of their schools. When are they going to fight? What does it look like? Well, James Wood, he tweeted this. When and if sanity ever prevails in our government, I expect this. Voter ID, secure borders, strong military, balanced budget, Congress not being exempt from its own mandates, that includes the Republicans. Leaders honoring their oath of office and term limits. When the Republicans really want to tell me they're fighting, let's do this and bring America home. Home. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hands shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.